Welcome to a Heritage Christian Centre podcast. For more information, visit www.heritagecc.com.au. We hope this message blesses your life. Um, It's been a while since I've been here to have a conversation with you guys, and um, it's an honour to be here. And um, Pastor Errol and Sue send their love. They both have COVID at the moment. So um, would you just um, close your eyes as we pray for them and anyone else who is unwell in our church family? God, I just thank you so much that you, your name is above every name that we've sung this morning. Lord, we thank you for our senior pastors and our church family who are unwell at the moment. Lord God, whatever they're going through, you are in that situation, Lord Jesus. So we thank you for a resolution. We thank you for your healing power in their lives, Lord God. While we're in this attitude of prayer, Father, we also pray for those in Ukraine, Lord God, our family over there. Lord Jesus, we just thank you that your name is above all names. Lord, that you are in that situation, Lord Jesus. And we just thank you that you are going to move and that you are making a way there, Lord God. So we thank you for the lives there. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So um, today, if you have your Bibles with you this morning, I'm going to be reading from the book of John. I brought my old school Bible. And um, I'm going to read from John chapter 15. And I've also gone old school and killed a few trees. Sorry. Um, But I will recycle. So that's what we... (laughs) Um, So Pastor Errol um, has been doing um, a series of messages um, on the names of Christ. And when preparing this message today, I felt to continue um, on that journey. And so I'll be speaking on um, Jesus, the true vine. And my question um, for us to think about today is how connected are you? So John 15 verses 1 to 8. I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine and neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. And if you wish, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. I pray this morning that our hearts are open to hear from God, not from me. I'm a mere mortal. I am not perfect, but I believe God has something special for each one of us to take hold of and apply to our lives today. So this question um, that I have, how connected am I? Are you? Are we? We're in a season where we don't really need to leave the house. Uh, People can work from home. We can learn from home. Uh, We can shop from home and have those little goodies delivered. I don't know, it's like Christmas every time the postie comes, especially this week. (laughs) Sorry, bank account. 
Josh, I give to God as well. But <laughs> um, is that a cringeworthy one, I think? Um, so our connection to the outside world, world can be lacking. But um, I'm the type of person who I do enjoy my me time and I can be a kind of a homebody. And uh, so when COVID first hit... Um, you know, when you could only leave for essential things or for essential workers, my life didn't really change that much. And I remember a few months in, I went to the shops after work um, one day and it was really eerie when all the, like a lot of the shops were closed and felt like the lights were flickering and I was in a horror movie. Um, it was just really weird. <clears throat> And uh, now, even um, in this new season of motherhood for me, when I was in the hospital for a number of days and I came out and it was weird just coming home. And so I'm getting back into my home. And then a few days later, we went um, on my first outing to my in-laws and I had a panic attack. Now, not because I was visiting my in-laws. They're amazing and I'm very blessed to have them. But it was because I was leaving the house, it was just quite overwhelming. Um, but in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18, God said it's, it's not good that man should be alone. You know, in a world of disconnect and social distancing, connection is critical because we were designed for connection. So in answering this question of how connected am I, I first kind of want to know, well, what or who am I meant to be connected to? In verse 4 of this chapter 15, we've read, Jesus says, abide in me and I in you. So first, we are to abide or connect with Jesus, with Christ. He is the true source to be connected to. And we know that because He declares it. In verse 1, He says, He is the true vine, true, being authentic, original, not an imitation, but genuine. You know, sometimes it's hard for the untrained eye to see, um, to tell the difference between a fake or a genuine things, um, especially gold and Phil's gold, for example. For me, my family, we went to Sovereign Hill one holiday when I was a child. And while we were there, we could pan for gold. And um, I didn't know if it was real or not. I just was like, it's shiny. Look, it's gold. But there is a difference because something is of great value and worth and something is an imitation and doesn't have worth. See, we have an assurance that Jesus is genuine. He is true and He is real. Jesus is the true vine, the true source to be connected to. Okay, so we've answered a few questions. So if we are all then connected to Christ, we are connected to one another. Romans 12, 5 says, So though many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. And Romans, um, <clears throat> sorry, I just read that. And if our connection is Jesus and one another, how do I know if I'm connected to you? How, how do I know if I'm connected to Him? We all have a device um, and if you have a device that is connected to Wi-Fi, I'm sure at some point in your time, especially when they all first came out, we reenacted Rafiki with baby Simba trying to find the Wi-Fi in the house. Okay, Like this. 
Some places in Thunderbird are terrible. Um, some homes are even bad. You know that special spot in your house where you've got like the greatest connection um, or the worst connection, generally further away from the router um, or because there's a wall blocking those Wi-Fi signals. So how do I know if I'm connected? Well, my life doesn't have the little bars to say, yep, yeah, you're connected or no, you're not connected. Um, that would be cool, but it isn't. So today we're going to look at, um, to know how our three levels of connection to Jesus, our true vine. So the first level, I think, is no connection. It's pretty simple. First up, um, I don't know about you, but I get pretty frustrated when there's no internet connection because if I have a question, I just Google it. I have no idea how my parents, grandparents survived. Like I take my hat off to you guys, they're incredible. Um, but yeah, I just struggle and I have an issue with it. So when we moved back to Bundy and moved into our home, that was one of the first things we set up. Okay, let's get our internet so we can connect to the outside world. But we had such an issue with it. It took us months. I don't know if you've had those long phone calls of waiting, but months just to get our internet connected. And there were aspects of life that then became quite difficult because we're so used to um, that connection. And once we received the router, we entered the password and, you know, we were able to connect. When we have no connection with God, life is frustrating and can be empty. And we have all been there. Romans 3, 21 to 25 says, But now God has shown us a way to be made right with Him without keeping the requirements of the law as promised in the writings of Moses and the prophets long ago. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. For everyone has sinned. We've all had that disconnect and we've all fallen short of God's glorious standard. Yet God, with undeserved kindness, declares that we are righteous He did this through Christ Jesus when He freed us from the penalty of our sins. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin and people are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed His life, shedding His blood. So this is the good news. When we have no connection, Jesus has made a way for us to have connection with the true vine. God declares those who put their faith in Jesus, the true vine, now have connection, which is so exciting. And I know many of us here today have made that yes, state, that yes step towards Jesus and have begun our connection with Him. So I believe the second level of connection is a lost connection. Um, verse 2 of John 15 says, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, He takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. So let's be honest. Um, We have all had those moments where we've lost connection with our phones. Back to the phone analogy. It's the most frustrating um, thing to happen is you're uploading a document or you're trying to send an email or something is happening and you're mid-search and then all of a sudden your phone just says, lost connection. No. You turn your phone off and on again, you turn like the um, 3G on and off again. And it's quite frustrating to have that lost connection. So John 15 verse 6 says, If anyone does not abide in me, he's thrown away like a branch and withers. 
A branch out of contact with the vine is lifeless. Our neighbour, he was trimming some trees and one of the branches fell into our yard. Um, In this season of parenthood, the yard has been quite neglected. I know last time I preached a year ago, we were like trying to grow grass. Thanks to the rain, it's happened. But uh, that branch just sort of chilled in our yard. Maybe, I'm like, maybe it will grow. (laughs) But it did not. The green leaves eventually turned to brown and crispy. And then our dog Conan, he thought it was a toy and just started chewing at it. So, (laughs) but um. It withered because it was disconnected from the tree. And I believe people who have um, lost a connection um, is someone who has deliberately moved away from that source to be connected. But again, with this section, there is good news. If we have fallen off or moved away or lost our connection with Jesus, the good news in Romans 11.23 says, and even they... If they do not continue in their unbelief, so they're choosing to come and be connected, they will be grafted in, for God has the power to graft them in again. Isn't that incredible, church? That we don't have to have that lost connection with our Saviour, that we can come and connect with Him again. We can walk in closeness with Him. So then this third level, I believe, is being connected. And I want to reread this whole chapter um, verses again. John 15 verses 1 through 8. This is such an incredible message from Jesus. He says, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides or is connected in the vine, neither you can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he is that bears much fruit. From apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he's thrown away like the branch and withers. And then the branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and burned. And if you do abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. Jesus repeated him so much in this passage to encourage his disciples The enduring word and commentary depicts of the many pictures and of the relationship between God and His people, the vine and the branch picture emphasises complete dependence and the need for constant connection. The branch depends on the vine even more than the sheep depends on the shepherd or the child who depends on their father. As Jesus was about to depart from His disciples, this was important encouragement. And the work of the Holy Spirit sent by the Father would be to keep them connected to Jesus. He would remain united to them and they to Him as truly as branches are connected to a vine. So these words spoken by Jesus, words of encouragement as part of His message to His disciples at the Last Supper, The disciples were about to lose physical connection with the Son of the living God. 
And Jesus was trying to encourage them in a, word, um, in a world of physical disconnect, they could still have connection with Him through the Holy Spirit. We too today, church, we can have that connection with Jesus. This connection that we have with Jesus as the true vine is also one of choice. It's not forced. When we choose connection with Jesus and abide, remain in, live in one of permanent closeness, we will have a fruitful life. As verse 5 affirms, that I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. We're encouraged in Galatians 2.20. It's no longer I that live, but Christ who lives in me. And also in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Him, Jesus, who strengthens me. As a branch grows through its connection with the vine as nutrients pass, we grow in our relationship with God, with Christ. See, a branch is nothing apart from the vine. And we can do nothing apart from Him. A branch draws strength from the vine and we become strong through Jesus. When we abide in Jesus and He in us, as we stay close, living, energised relationship with Jesus Christ, we discover that our soul is nourished with the truths of God. That natural result of life is spiritual fruit and godly character. And we find those in Galatians, Galatians 5, 23, the fruit of the Spirit. I want to read from the message version because I love how it depicts most of us. We're like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness and self-control. If I've missed one, I don't, can't remember. But this depiction is beautiful. It says in verse 22, but what happens when we live God's way, when we are connected to Jesus? He brings gifts into our lives, much way that fruit appears on an orchard. Things like affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity. We develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments and not needing to force our way through life. Able to marshal and direct our energies well and wisely. Legalism is helpless in bringing this about. It only gets in the way. How beautiful. How amazing is that depiction of the fruit of the Spirit and that we can apply those to our lives. And it's not just through self-effort. See, Christ-like character is produced, it grows naturally like fruit out of a relationship with Christ, the true vine. We can't, we don't first try to be loving. Okay, I'm going to try and love my husband right now in this moment of annoyance, (laughs) which happens. We can try. I think it's important, guys. Okay. Um, and he, anyways, um, he's at home watching with Elian, okay? So if there's not a reason he's not here. He's being a great dad. Love you. 
Um, <laughs> we don't first try to be loving. And then when we've become loving, tick that off. Okay, let's try to be joyful. Tick that off. Let's try to be patient. Tick that off. It's not like that. It grows beautifully and amazingly inside of our lives. It's those qualities that they just permeate from our lives as we are close with God. By staying connected to that true vine, that He is that rich soil that brings nutrients and love into our lives. And from then, we're connected to Jesus. Starts the painful process of pruning. I don't know if you've been pruned in your life. See, as we continue to grow and become more Christ-like, we move from that fruitful life to an abundantly fruitful life because of that painful process, but it's purposeful act of pruning. In verse 2, Jesus says, In every branch that does bear fruit, He, God, the vine dresser, prunes, that it may bear more fruit. See, pruning happens with purpose. God doesn't just go, okay, I'm going to prune here in your life, ha-ha, and cut here, ha-ha. No, He's purposeful about what He does because He wants us to, to grow and produce more fruit. I remember my dad um, pruning our mulberry tree, and I'm sure he's spoken about it before. And I was thinking dad had just lost the plot because we all know how great of a gardener he is. But also he was cutting the mulberry bush back to the stump. I'm like, what? But sure enough, next season, there were more leaves. Not really sure about fruit, but there were more leaves. And you get the picture of pruning. Our lives need to be pruned so that greater fruit may come. Sometimes it's a branch here or there. Sometimes we're cut back to the stump. But the purpose is so that we can grow stronger than we've ever been before and more fruitful than we've ever been before. If I can have the band come. So my question, how connected am I? Are we? Are you? Do you have a connection? Have you lost your connection? We choose how close and how far away from the source that we are. And those of us who are connected, maybe it's time for some pruning. Have we been blocking God's loving process and purposeful hand? We can trust Him. It's painful, but it's rewarding. I don't know about you, but I don't want to stay the same. Oh, 18-year-old Michelle. And I'm sure in 10 years I'll go, oh, 33-year-old Michelle. (laughs) I want to continually grow and change and become closer and closer to our living God. I want to grow and become a person of godly character. And over the years, God has revealed I'm not perfect. And I even more so realise that as a wife and a mother, I want my friends and family to see Jesus in who I am. This connection that I have with Christ, I want it to overflow into the connections that I have with the others on the vine, the body of Christ, you. And also, even more, those who are yet to be grafted in to the vine. There's so many branches out there 
that are yet to be grafted in and the fruit that we produce is so that they can taste and see that the Lord is good, that He is great. So we're going to sing the last song, that hunger and thirst for Jesus. And church, as we sing and declare, I pray that your heart would be open to the true vine, to be connected, to grow in Him. Let our soul desire to abide in Jesus.